Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hi, everyone. Sandman here. A couple of days ago, I spoke about Elliot Roger, and I casually mentioned that feminists were going to take that particular story with regards to an anti-feminist shooter in Montreal back in 1989 and use that material to attack the men's rights movement, as well as MGTOW. Well, a couple of hours after I posted that particular video about Elliot Roger, a few people sent me messages saying that feminists had already taken this type of information and created a petition on the White House website. This petition, which I'm linking to in the description, is called Classify the Men's Rights Movement as a Terrorist Group. And this is what the petition has to say. The men's rights movement, MRM, is a misogynistic movement that advocates violence against women and girls. Multiple members of the MRM self-identified men's rights activists have committed atrocities and mass murders. Mark Lapine killed 17 women on a university campus in the Montreal Massacre. Tom Ball firebombed a courthouse and wrote a manifesto encouraging others to bomb government buildings that is posted on major MRM websites such as voiceformen.com. Elliot Roger, an active MRA, shot and killed at least seven young women and injured many other people at random. Roger is being celebrated as a martyr and hero by the movement. This is what the MRM does, and action must be taken against them to protect women and girls. This statement is basically factually wrong in so many ways. First of all, Mark Lapine killed 14 women and not 17. And Elliot Roger did not shoot and kill seven women. He killed two women and four men. And this idea that Elliot Roger is being celebrated as a martyr and a hero by the men's rights movement is completely insane. Who in the men's rights movement is glorifying him? This entire thing is an attack on the men's rights movement and a voice for men as well. The fact is that this petition is completely wrong. And because it hasn't been taken down by the White House, it is basically an insult. As of right now, the petition has 2,300 signatures. Yesterday, when I discovered this petition around 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the number of signatures was about 1,500. So right now, if it continues at its current rate, this petition will get 40 to 50,000 signatures in the one month that it has to reach the magical number of 100,000 signatures. If the petition reaches that number, then it will be handed over by the White House to policymakers to analyze and respond to. Hypothetically speaking, what if people in the men's rights movement and MGTOW were actually considered terrorists? What if the government started rounding up people like myself and putting us in Guantanamo Bay? Not only wouldn't we be allowed to pass go and collect $200, we wouldn't even go to jail. Instead, we would go straight to waterboarding at some secret government facility or base. 
That's probably not going to happen, but men's rights in MGTOW are basically pissing women off. During the Second World War, bomber pilots bombing Germany said that they didn't experience any flak until they were over their targets. And this is what's happening right now. The men's rights movement is right over the target and dropping ideological bombs onto feminism. And feminists are responding ever more irrational ways. The feminists are like a weakened German army during the Second World War. But we have to remember that they still have many tricks up their sleeve, and we shouldn't lose sight of that. Dean Esme, one of the writers at A Voice for Men, is asking people to sign this particular White House petition and have a good laugh about it after they do so. I'm adding a link to his article in the description below, but he doesn't seem to realize that this petition is not about being factually accurate or rational. He knows that feminists are irrational and don't use facts to support their arguments in many cases. Instead, they use emotions and sensationalism to vilify the men's rights movement. Do you really think that all women protesting at the University of Toronto last year and pulling the fire alarms were interested in irrational dialogue? They were simply interested in silencing and censoring men. If other men see that there's a risk that the entire men's rights movement could be classified as a terrorist group, do you really think that that's going to bring other men over to our side? Or are men going to worry that they're going to lose their jobs and social status if they support Dean Esme and Paul Elam over at A Voice for Men? Looking through the comments made on Dean's article, this one got my attention. This is what the user Incubus had to say about Dean's strategy, and I tend to agree with him. Hi Dean, I wouldn't be so quick to laugh this off. There are plenty of groups that shouldn't be considered terrorist organizations that are, and have gotten into trouble because of it. Don't assume that the White House necessarily does adequate research before applying these labels, or that just because most of its petitions go unnoticed, this one will too. All it takes is for one White House employee to read it and say, If we don't respond to this the next time some MRA shoots people up, feminist groups in the media will be able to say Obama had this petition against this particular hate group that promotes violence towards women all this time, and he did absolutely nothing. When I was debating with feminists on the raw story a few weeks ago, they were able to point to specific sentences from articles here, which were often taken out of context and sounded as though the website was advocating violence against all women. Yes, they were taken out of context. But when does the White House ever consider context when it's related to feminist politics? We all know how little attention they've paid to all those Nigerian boys who were killed in schools, while focusing on the girls who were abducted. And those sentences would in fact give them more incentive to label this a terrorist site, just so they could show that they were doing something pro-feminist. I personally do not want to be placed on a no-fly list because of my association with this website, which would also bar me from attending the conference later this summer. I do agree that we should respond to this, but I'm not laughing it off, and not by signing the petition either. Well, I really have to thank Incubus for this particular statement. There's simply no way of telling how far this petition could get blown out of proportion if it gets media coverage. I don't want to see men's rights with the word terrorist next to it in, on the 6 o'clock news. I know I used the word terrorist in the title of this video, and I probably shouldn't. But if it went out to millions of people on NBC, ABC, CBS, or Fox, it would not be good for us. Women's own group preference would ultimately kick in over the entire country. Sure, there would be acknowledgement of the men's rights movement, but they might acknowledge it as a terrorist group. And I, for one, do not want to be put on a U.S. no-fly list either because of my YouTube page. I support A Voice for Men and believe their educational campaigns and activism is very important. 
but at the same time, I don't agree that men should be signing this campaign and giving it support. As this petition gets more and more signatures, feminists will use it as evidence that men's rights are terrorist organizations, and signing it will just give them the numbers to keep spreading their lies. Again, this isn't about making a rational argument. Dean Esme is being defiant, and I completely agree with him, that we should all be defiant in the face of this bold feminist lie that's being thrown at us. But the best thing we can do is to ignore it. If this petition gets to the media, then many uneducated people will see men's rights as a terrorist group. I put up a video two days ago calling Elliot Roger a feminist, and people were responding and saying that he wasn't a feminist without even listening to what I had to say. So the power of a headline cannot be ignored, as most people don't seem to read past the headline anyways. Only a small portion of people actually read articles these days or listen to entire videos. They are usually informed by the headline and nothing more. Here's a quote from Dean Esme's article on A Voice for Men, and this is what he has to say. Nothing would delight us more than to have the President of the United States forced to in some way have acknowledged the existence of the men's human rights movement, and A Voice for Men particularly. Whether he condemned us, declared us dangerous, declared us meaningless, or simply made fun of us, it just would not matter. Just having him utter the words, men's rights movement, or a voice for men, would make millions of people curious about us. Billions, potentially. And I tend to agree with Dean on this particular statement, but having men's rights associated with the word terrorist next to it is not going to work in our favor. All publicity is good publicity, unless, of course, it runs into females' own group preference, as well as feminism. Feminists like to paint people with the brush of guilt by association. And Dean, your statement contains too much complexity for the average feminist to understand. They're so full of hate that they're not interested in hearing our constructive points. Instead, we might need to paint them as terrorists and bring up our own petition to the White House page, and claim that feminists are also terrorists, and bring up Valerie Solanas, the woman that ended up shooting Andy Warhol. Or maybe we should push the idea of the feminist Twitter campaign to kill all men, and Valerie Solanas's scum manifesto basically stands for Society for Cutting Up Men. Maybe we should petition to have her manifesto banned in the United States. Solanas wrote, and I quote, that scum will kill all men who are not in the men's auxiliary of scum. When it comes to Twitter, women on the Kill All Men hashtag are calling for outright genocide of men. How are they not a terrorist group? As I finish writing my script for this video, the Classify the Men's Rights petition now has 2,800 signatures. So I implore everyone listening to this to simply not sign this particular petition. Do not sign it. The last thing we need is for society to think of us as a bunch of terrorists. So just ignore the petition and it will most likely go nowhere. Anyways, that does it for today. Thank you everyone for taking your daily dose of red pills. So enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.